0: T T B music for the
1: class. Ah, that (laughs) sounds it must mean it's episode (laughs) eleven.
0: Wow, episode eleven, yeah, twenty fifteen. That
1: was quite some year. It is, but we will discuss we'll that. We'll talk about that another in time in a couple of podcast time. Yeah, we if we've still got a Christmas podcast and all that to come yet, yeah. or not? as the case with me.
0: Yeah,
1: but however, however, to the matter at hand. This month we have, as per usual, six albums for you to uh, hear us waffle about. Um, Dave Gahan and Soul Savers, Angels and Ghosts, Little Mix get weird. One o tricks point never garden of delete, deer hunter fading frontier, Anna von Hauswulf the miraculous, and Grimes art angels. So we shall start off with uh, our friend from the mode, with his second outing with the uh, soul savers. Yeah, angels and ghosts. Pete.
0: (laughs) Ah, you expect me to like this one, don't you? I don't know. (laughs) Um, hmm. This album, um, it took me a fair few listens before it really clicked with me.
1: It's short, which is... It's short,
0: which is Allowed for several listens. Um, In
1: fact, several short albums in this podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah. What troubles me... let's, Let's start with what troubles me on this. What troubles me on this is it's the second album with Soul Savers. I actually thought the first... Out collaboration, the light, the Dead Sea.
1: Yeah,
0: hit a really good mix of folk and sort of contemporary indie, yeah. with obviously references back to Dave's other band, Mother Band. Um, and I thought that was a really good mix. What troubles me this album, and it's very subtle. It's actually in. in it's actually in the title of the record. Dave Gahan gets the, the listing.
1: Yes, it was so kind of Soul Savers featuring, featuring, featuring Dave Kahan
0: first time around, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. which is this is Dave Kahan and Soul Savers, so you kind of feel like that this is uh, a collaboration the other way. And I actually thought the first the, the the album to which we just referred, the first album they collaborated on, was very, was probably one of Dave Kahan's best solo inverted commas efforts. Yeah. Whereas I feel with this album, um, the rock kind of took over. And lyrically for me it worked well at times and then at other times I just found that, that wasn't, it wasn't quite enough. Now, this sounds very, very negative, uh, probably because I'm going to be quite negative this podcast. I think this is the podcast that broke me <laughs> um so so actually this is one of the better albums of the podcast in my view <laughs> just,
1: just remember he's saying this is the album that broke him remember we did re- we reviewed the death he- heaven album just the other week
0: <laughs> no this is the podcast that I read <laughs> um the death heaven album we will return to i'm sure at some stage um so i mean overall though um a solid record Solid is is the
1: first thing I wrote down on my piece piece of paper about
0: this album. Absolutely. Um, I think I need a few more listens yet. It's somehow wound up on my Christmas list, so (laughs) no doubt, (laughs) for the sake of completion, um, no doubt I will will listen to it many times again and come back to me next year and ask me what I think of it, then I'll probably give a more positive review. Um, I think it worked brilliantly live as well. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, a solid record... Um, but one that I found very difficult to engage with.
1: Uh, I am, I am pretty much going to agree with everything you said. Ah. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so solid was a thing I thought. I, I, I I'm, I've listened to this, I think three, three times, mm. all the way through. Um, and on each listen, I've kind of come away thinking pretty much the same thing. Thinking, yeah, it's all right. I can't really kind of fault it particularly. It's if you pick any track of it and play it, you're thinking, yeah, that's all right. Mm. But nothing really sets my world on And as you say, it's not a patch on their first collaboration together, which was a genuinely interesting and engaging record. Yeah. Um, and awesome. one that I have come back to Absolute several times. Um, I'm not sure I w- would come back to this record, uh, particularly. Um, I might have to. If it's <laughs> <embarrassing>. <laughs> so... Because of that, I kind of, you know, I wanted to like it more than I actually do. I kind of end up thinking, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's exactly I was quite quite excited at the prospect of another Soul Savers, Dave Gahan record, but actually, um, and and based on the, the, the first one being such a great record, actually, I was a little bit disappointed. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. Sorry, Dave. Because obviously we love everything else you do. Yes. Except that second solo album, that was a bit of a two. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's the, it's the curse of twos.
1: <laughs> maybe it is. Yes. Never make second records, Dave. <laughs> Speaking of second records, yep. uh, actually, actually, it's not because it's the third. Yep. We have the third uh, third album from Little Mix, uh, who uh, won. I can't remember which season of X Factor they won, but they won X Factor, I think, didn't they?
0: Yeah, they won it. The, they the they won
1: the year. year. Wasn't, didn't they win the year? One Direction didn't we? Yeah, yeah.
0: It was the last year I watched it. Yeah, as a as a going concern. <laughs> Any year that was. Yeah.
1: Anyway, the main reason we're reviewing this album is uh, because uh, my daughter likes this record. Oh really? <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, hey, that's the main reason. Um, so, this is one of two albums uh, in the podcast that I have played in the house. Uh, <laughs> This 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 was the one that I was allowed to keep on. Ah,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> uh, we'll get on to the one I wasn't allowed to keep on a bit later in the podcast. Brilliant. Uh, but anyway, seriously, so it's the third album from Little Mix. Uh, I have to say, I I, I think this album uh, kicks off really really strongly. I think the first kind of like the first the first two songs are the two singles that have been out: Black Magic and Love Me Like You, um, which I think are both really great singles. I said that I've had both these songs played incessantly in this household for the last few months so therefore I've uh, not had any choice but to conform yeah. uh, but I actually do genuinely think Black Magic's a fun song uh, Weird People which uh, then is the third track on the album it's kind of almost like um, having me reminded of the kind of Pointer Sisters kind of, kind of 80s kind of Pointer Sisters type thing had that kind of vibe, uh-huh. vibe to it uh, again I quite like that from then on the album gets a bit patchy yeah. shall we say yeah. uh and it's it's all you know it's it's fine uh it's for what it is it it, it works perfectly well well the songs are the songs are okay some of them are quite catchy um vocal performance is quite solid there's a nice um uh, acapella number at the end corn to the end funnily enough um
0: and it's
1: you know harmless pop
0: yeah I felt it was an overly long record. I double-checked, I wasn't listening to the deluxe edition.
1: No, but actually, it's funny you said, it does feel long compared to some of yeah. the other albums that are reviewing this podcast. It's actually
0: only 40 minutes long, yeah. which is, you know, average, short, you know. Um, it felt, felt longer, certainly towards the end. I think the pace really slows down, and that lets it down, ultimately. Because otherwise, as I said, this is a fairly well-rounded <laughs> <laughs> pop album
1: we you get them all out tonight, kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's solid. OK, I'll just say we solid. It's a solid pop-out. Uh, yeah, I, I, would, I would have said that, but I felt that the second half of the record, does it does feel like it starts to drag a little. Um, I got a real Cindy Lauper vibe at the start, by the way. There is yeah. a bit of that, yeah. 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 Uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, I, I think, that, yeah, as you say, there's some classic 80s pop music referenced here. Um, which is fun because I like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, overall, um, probably what probably one of the more uh, over the course of this podcast, how many over years we've done it, probably one of the better records of this type that we've reviewed.
1: Yeah, that, that is probably sure. true. Actually,
0: yes. Um, I remember I, we did do the One Direction one, didn't we? We did the One Direction
1: one. I think we. And it was a bit, I you was know. we bit They didn't, didn't we Girls Aloud one or something. Like yeah, 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 yeah. So, about? so
0: it's, it's it's okay. It's okay. Um, I don't think it's up there with Girls Aloud, <laughs> um, but it, yeah, solid pop record. One for the kids, in, in your case, literally. So, uh,
1: yes, it is. Uh, thankfully, we usually manage to get switched off after weird people, but. <laughs> but <anyway. laughs> Right, we move We move on to the one I was uh, ordered to switch off. <laughs> uh, one O Tricks, Point Never, Garden of Delete. Uh, one O Tricks, <laughs> also known as Daniel Lupertin. Mm-hmm. And his, this is his seventh album. Wow. So, Pete, explain. OPN, <laughs> as I've been calling you.
0: Um, this was a record that actually did Grammy. Yep. Uh, I start. I was, as, as, as you know, I was going to blow into this podcast very negative, but actually, my, my mind's been changed on this one. Um, I, I got distinct shades of the the blank mass record that we yeah. reviewed earlier this year, um, which I have to. I must admit, I put onto something of a pedestal, but um, so so this doesn't quite live up to those expectations. But certainly, there's some stuff on here i i mean mutant standard which is a track that's slap in the middle of the album um I got a real sort of mid 90s prodigy um techno I mean old school yeah I guess so yeah on on that um, which i really enjoyed and and some of the, the sort of they're not separate tracks as such but some of the little linkages yeah you feel like they're going to grow into something really great and then it just sort of
1: falls Yeah, back. Bizarre, bizarrely one of those links, I think it's the I think it's the third, third track, which yeah. I think they're doing. is kind of a a kind of bizarre kind of sample of uh John Martin mm. solid air. Ah. Solid, solid, solid air but kind of tweaked, so you can't yeah. like that. But That'll it's kind odd. of bizarre, odd yeah. choice of linking. But I
0: quite I quite liked some of those, but then but then I felt I felt again the follow through was not necessarily there you know yeah uh, and some of it so so again an album that i think deserves repeated listenings um and there are some great potentially great tracks on here i've mentioned mutant standard standard even um ezra uh, near the beginning i also quite liked uh but that's it i quite liked i didn't sort of really engage or love this record
1: i love this record Ah. This is the album I've listened to most in this podcast. Really? I've listened to it a that lot. That
0: surprises me.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I really, wow. really like this record. Yeah? Um, as you say, it, it harks back to the Black Mass rec- rec- record yeah. and also, um, obviously, uh, Apex Twin as well. Mm. Mm. Um, so it's kind of a mixture between those types of kind of electronic music. Yeah. I think it blends the two really, really well together. So there's yep. lots of, you know, lots of. And lots of noise. Yeah, and I mean lots of noise. There are there, lots of there, noise. there are there are moments in this in Sticky Drama, and I can't remember the other other, other track. Might be Animals, yeah. where you've basically got what is essentially as thrash as the Death from uh. the Heaven album is, except it's all kind of computerized. Yeah, yeah. including the yeah. vocals on yeah. a Sticky Drama. Um, but it works just marvelously. I, I've like I said, I was listening to it on the way way home, and. Uh, yeah, I just this is one of my favorite albums of
0: wow.
1: of, uh, of this of this uh, certainly this pod, the podcast and it's certainly certainly one that's jumped into my wow. top twenty. Grief. Of, the, of the year uh, just on the basis of the last couple of weeks of li- listening. Just really, really inventive. Keep, oh, yeah, I sure. keep, I keep coming back, Don't and it is what is the album I've come back to most in this podcast. Yeah, every time I've listened to one of the other albums, I've kind of thought, oh I'll listen to the. Uh, what tricks point never album again. So oh, I've I, come back in.
0: I, I asked myself probably not for the first time, where is the Pete and Scott um EDM divide? Where, where does the, Because there clearly is one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I dunno. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, do you like your noodling?
1: I like some noodling, Yeah,
0: yes. I like some noodling, but but again, Apex Twin, never the biggest fan. More the sort of out and out yeah. old school dance music techno, you know.
1: I mean, life. as uh, uh, one Trick's point, there was says there there this is this, this his album of trying to do songs rather than just do a fixed type, yeah. sound and noodling.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, th- I mean, he mentions it's a lot of entangled ideas. I think that's the sort of issue I'm still trying to cut through on my on my third listen. So maybe it I needs more listens. Definitely. Yes. Okay. Point taken.
1: Right, we move on to uh, the, again, uh, the seventh album. This is the seventh album from an American band called Deer Hunter, whose uh, previous albums have all been quite well re- reviewed and they're quite well thought of in the uh, indie circles. Uh, but again, a band that I hadn't... Uh, it name I'd heard before, but hadn't really encountered their music before, this particular record. Um, the background of this record this again, this is meant to be their most approachable record that they've done off the back of the lead singer having a... I think he got run over by a car last Christmas time and he was really on for a while and then had that kind of, hey, let's do some cheery stuff
0: yeah.
1: kind of a thing. So again, another nicely short record. Yes. Um, again, this is like literally half an hour. Yeah. Um, and it's um, one of those kind of mellow indie rock records, really. it's It's kind of like taking, I suppose, Wilco... Crossing them with kind of fountains of Wayne, with a little sprinkling of kind of tame Impala
0: yes. on top, um, particularly vocally at times. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and I think that, I think it's an album of songs that are all, they're all kind of short. This, there is there is a kind of variation in them. So you've got um, you've got kind of one well, of. Favourite two tracks are Breaker and Duplex Planet. Um, Breaker, you have this kind of chorus-flanged guitar kind of thing with a very kind of fountains of Wayne" kind of chorus, and then that kind of goes into um, Duplex Planet, which has some uh, nice harpsichord. <laughs> yes. Can't be a bit of uh, <laughs> like, there But then you, get, you go on to things like le- leather and wood, which is very much reminiscent of kind of early Todd and Beatles kind of stuff. Um, and then, you know... Ad Astra, which is pure kind of tangerine dream, seventies synth rock kind of thing. There's a kind of mix mixture of styles within a kind of encompassing seventies indie mm. thing. But saying that, it's it's one that I, again I kind of wanted to like more than I, than I actually have ended up liking. So I, so I keep playing it and thinking, yeah, I don't mind this, but it's not really. Jumping to that next level, where I kind of go, "This is great," and that's kind of where I am with it.
0: Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I think I'm probably a, a listen behind you because um, I kind of feel myself. I feel I'm on the same trajectory. Yeah. In terms of liking this record, um, but again, as with the Dead garden record, it's taken me a while to get to that point. Um, it is a very, it's a very pleasant record to listen. To. Yeah, it's. Uh, very easy to listen to. Very easy to listen to, and it, it just feels like it feels, despite some, of, you know, the, despite some of the things that you've said, um, it actually feels like quite a happy record as well. Yeah, does that make sense? No, it does. Uh, you know, it, it feels like it's uh, it's a, a very positive vibe running through the through the whole thing. Um, again, standout tracks for me were probably Leather and Wood because of that whole Beatley thing. Yeah, um,
1: the long track, the like long track,
0: and long track. And I can't remember which track I've got the distinct taming parlor vibe from, but but uh, again, that was that was that was cool. Uh, but once again, and I think it's been a theme for me this month. <laughs> I just found it difficult the first couple of listens to really engage, and um, uh, I can't quite explain why that is on this on this here, yeah on this example. Um, I feel that, actually, it deserves three or four listens. It's a short record, so that's perfectly feasible, and probably probably deserves to be listened to outside. Walk yeah. In the country. You know, that sort of, you know, good record for the winter. Very and true. I haven't just read the quote <laughs> next to this record about his view on whether it represents winter or spring.
1: <laughs> so, speaking of albums that might be hard to engage with... Uh, Anna von Hauswolf the Miraculous Uh, Uh Anna is a Swedish singer, pianist, organist and songwriter and this is her third album Pete describe to me Anna's oeuvre
0: this is possibly my favourite record of the podcast Ah. (laughs) there was just something that clicked with me on this um which I think I was I was kind of missing in everything else we've listened to so far. Um, I actually found yeah, yeah, it's 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 quite it's not accessible. It it again some of the criticism of some of the other records in that they did sort of meander and sort of move between different. Yeah, and this is a long album. straight of thought, and it is a long old album as well. Um, but actually, I really enjoyed this record. Um, Particularly, I mean, Pom, Pompey Raposa um, and um, tracks like Evocation. Um, yeah. I, I, t- there was a real sense of composition, um, whether it was uh, the the obvious noodling around the, um, the the organ and the electronics. Yeah. Whether it was her vocal kicking in um, and, and some of the other sort of surprises dotted hither and thither um i felt there was a real sort of classical feel to this record um that that, that ran through I, I really enjoyed listening to this um uh, and again i found it i found it a very engaging record it doesn't quite hit the the, the heady heights of um suzanna no who, which we reviewed earlier this year um it kind of reminded me of that though at times,
1: yeah, there was certainly, there's certainly, maybe, maybe it's a Nordic thing.
0: Yeah, I think it's uh, put, it very possibly is. Um, and then there was the uh, other record that we reviewed recently, which um, kind of had had that kind of sort of industrial landscape yeah. vibe to it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I found this really, I found, yeah, I really enjoyed listening to this. This is a very well constructed, put together record.
1: Um, um, go on. <laughs> It's very, Discovery, the open track, it's, it's, a, it's a great opening. You've got this big kind of honking organ, like a ship's horn, and then the atmospherics of the kind of keyboards, organ, percussion coming in. And it is just, uh, the, the opening track is like a brilliant piece of kind of soundtrack film mm. score music. Yeah. You know. And it's kind of nine minutes of pure delight. It slowly builds up, and then halfway through, kind of changes, breaks down, and then you get the acoustic guitar thing coming in, and then it kind of goes a bit kind of, you know, prog folk almost, with some vocals coming in towards the end. And I have to admit, on first listen, at this point, I was thinking, I'm going to love this album. Yeah. yeah. But then I kind of went, oh, and then I took a listen, I was thinking, no, I'm not really getting it. You know, I was thinking, some of it's sumptuous, and uh, the organ's great, and all that kind of thing. And But it ended up, ended up feeling a bit like listening to a slightly more interesting kind of Anya album. Um <laughs> Um,
0: that's a low blow. <laughs> it, 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 it It
1: is, but I listened to this album this afternoon.
0: Yeah.
1: I admittedly I had consumed a bottle of wine at this point. <laughs> However, I listened to this album this afternoon whilst, whilst doing some admin and I was listening to it loud this afternoon and, uh, really enjoyed it this afternoon. Um, really, enjoyed, really enjoyed it this afternoon. Uh, you know cause you get particularly when you get to stuff like uh come wander with me deliverance oh, yes. and, and and evocation 'cause both both those both those tracks are ones that uh demonstrate the fact that she has, she has a well recorded um appreciation of the metal genre and particularly yes. the Nordic metal genre yes. and both those things are present in the these songs um uh, particularly come wonder with me which has a very kind of Sabbathy type yes. kind of thing thing going on which actually did remind me somewhat of Death Heaven in a bizarre kind of way.
0: I, 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 I said at the time that Death Heaven album was, was was great in part and terrible in other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, again, much to admire. Much, much to admire. Yeah, um, and I did get a, a feeling of that as well on this record.
1: And so, so yeah, so, um, so then you got got beautiful stuff like The Oath and things, which is, again... And in kind front of, similarly to the Death Heaven album... Where I, I enjoy this album most is when she's not singing.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: So when she sings, I slightly lose See, interest. I, I
0: felt, I felt um, again, maybe maybe I was listening, maybe I can agree with that in part, I was listening to this album as an instrumental, as a soundtrack, in which her vocal was just another instrument that was, was added on top, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. Um, the other album, the other album I was struggling for a moment ago was Chelsea Wolfe, Abyss. Yes. yes, we did a few podcasts. We did indeed. Yes, it. I, got, I, got, I got reminded of that as well. Yes,
1: there are there are yeah. definite similarities in in both, the, in both their kind of approach and sound of yeah. having kind of the hard rock yeah. mixed into this a background that's not hard rock.
0: Yes. So if you like that, you will like this, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think that's. Oh. Fair enough to say, yes. So we'll finish, we finish, we finish, we finish, with the uh, fourth album from Grimes, uh, also known as Claire Butcher, uh, from Canada.
0: Oh, hello Canada.
1: Indeed. Um, and Grimes has been around for a few years now. I remember seeing her on later with Jules Holland when her first album came out. And thinking, yeah, fine. Um... <laughs> and she seems to have been one of one of those artists that's been on. <laughs> but she seems to be one of those artists that's been on the verge of making a really good record. Yeah. Since then, I have a feeling i are going to disagree here. I think this is a really good record. Ah. I, r- I actually really really like this record. Okay. Um. Totally her thing. She's re- she's wrote, wrote it, played it, produced it, engineered it. Everything that's on it pretty much is her, except for there's a couple of guests. There are a couple of guest vocals. Um, and at its poppiest, it's left me thinking it's the kind of material that kind of Kylie or Little Boots would frankly kill for yeah. on, on their al- albums. She has a really annoyingly squeaky voice similar to early Madonna, early Kate Bush. Um, but to be fair, she exploits and plays with the, this fact quite nicely, particularly on the song uh, Kill vs Mame where there's some great screeching and kind of Betty Boop kind of treatments of her, of her voice. So it ends up saying like Aqua meets the go team, yeah. uh, including a kind of wonderful chanty cheerleader as well on, on kind of,
0: B, E-H-I-V-E, aggressive,
1: <laughs> uh, uh, which, which I just love. Um, and it's just full of joyous pop music. So you've got California, which is bubblegum pop at the start, yeah. which is really just throwaway could quite easily have been Aqua, frankly. Um, <laughs> you've got uh, Pin, which is a great, great, great pop song. Easily, which could have been a Lady Gaga track. Uh, Flesh and Blood, which is, for me, one of the best songs of the year. Um, current single. Just brilliant. Scream, which is a collaboration with uh, Taiwanese rapper, Aristophanes, um, which has a nice bit of, kind of thrash metal also thrown in towards the end of it, under the under the mix as well. And I think it's just a inventive, enjoyable pop record, so I really, really like it. And again, it's it's along with the uh, O-N-P- O.P.N. album, it's the one that I've been coming back to after the first couple of listens. I see, I agree. Oh.
0: Yeah, no, I, I again, um, I started the podcast this way, so why don't I finish it this way? Um, beginning, beginning with the negative, I, I just felt that towards the end of the record. Um,
1: it does suffer towards the
0: end yes. it does suffer, I started to lose interest I would have quite uh, easily canned the so, last three tracks yeah, so that's what it went on uh, but other than that I actually thought it a very strong opening half, two thirds um, very inventive pop music um, it was Charlie XCX that we reviewed Ryan right at the start of the year Yeah, uh, I, f- I feel this is a much better version of that
1: um, yeah, I'm yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I've listened to the Charlielie CS album again yeah. the other day actually and I still really rate that as well
0: yeah okay okay so I actually I actually put it above that um I certainly put it above the little mix album because well in yeah. terms of pop records that we've listened to on this podcast this surely yes, yes. <laughs> um so yeah there's a lot here to enjoy and um I mean you touched on I touched on the strengths um I've mentioned the one weakness but actually this was a really a really good pop record it was inventive um it's a record i can see myself returning to again um as i've alluded to already it's probably not my favorite of, yeah but it's a, it's probably a close second so there you go
1: yeah it, it's probably it's for me for me it's probably um, possibly second possibly second, or maybe even push maybe even pushing uh one of tricks point never as my album of the podcast
0: there you go Divergent views on a,
1: on a on a on a par, although obviously both very different records.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I think between us, we've name checked about four records there. Yeah. From this this particular session that we, we enjoyed. <laughs> Indeed. But that's the kind of year it's been. Yes, it has. Obviously, we'll speak more about we'll this. We'll speak in, more about in, that in, next in, time, in,
1: uh, or the time f- the time after
0: after that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But generally speaking, it has been a good year for music it has
0: been a very good year more on that later till then until Christmas yes
1: until our Christmas podcast indeed
0: we're we doing Christmas C- yeah yeah
1: couple of weeks time we're doing Christmas
0: excellent sort of sort of no little drummer boy we pum, shall see pum, 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 pum. and on that and on that we'll leave CTTU.